Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me is the radical one, the right lip, the slayer himself, Ryan Dean. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Those are always so fun. I never know what you're going to call me. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Whatever floats in my head at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The circus in there. Yeah, dude. No, I, I'm really excited for this. People sent so many good things to me, and uh, I'm thinking that we should try and set some some time aside for our Patreon people um, and do two of these a week. Do one for free, like always, on Tuesdays, and then maybe one on Thursday. You know what I mean? For the Patreon folks. Okay. It's up to you. We can see if that'll work in your schedule. But, um, yeah, man, I, if people keep sending this amount of stuff, I only got through like a quarter of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause I, you know, I'm the same way I, I Victoria sent me a, a whole bunch and I think P sent a, a, a bunch. like, there's a couple that just send a ton and it's like, Ooh, and you know, I, I feel bad not getting to them all the time. Yeah. Victoria, Matthew, uh, curious Animus did as well. Um, mm-hmm. a few people, a few people, and I'm going to try and shout out the folks that, uh, that send these great clips, but another big announcement too. Um, we didn't really have time to consult about these things, but I figured you'd be on board with it. We sold out of our soap guys. We sold out of the conspiracy soap, the first batch. Um, so we're going to be getting some more. My math was wildly off when I was, uh, trying to let you know what was going on the other day. Remember I was telling you, like, for some reason I had in my head that we bought 300 bars and I was like, where the fuck did 250 bars go? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, we did not give that many away we gave some away but uh yeah so we we sold through those hundred um pretty cool that you guys were uh were supportive of that and checked it out we're going to be getting those same four cents and also probably two more we still have to talk about it a little bit but we want to kind of expand that um and then from what i understand too the price like everything else is going up for the supplier so we i mean it's only about a dollar but we're gonna you know talk about all this stuff and see what we want to do i just wanted to let people know are you muted what's going on uh, i just played a, a clapping noise so the, the the audience will hear okay i didn't hear anything <laughs> that's funny man it's just quiet and you're just sitting there like kind of with a weird look on your face I'm like what's going on Oh, wow. Ghost doesn't know how to fucking talk after hearing the news that we sold out of the conspiracy. So, so yes, thank you guys so much. I, 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 I'm flabbergasted when, when Ryan called on Friday, I still work at a couple minutes before, I think it was about a half hour or whatever. He's like, dude, we sold out. We're, we're all out. I'm like, holy shit. Like it, it took a minute to catch on. And the first ones, you know, you, we were sell you know, slowly selling the first half of them. And then I sent you the second half, what, maybe a month ago, if that? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, three weeks ago, maybe four weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, so thank you, quick. everyone that has bought them. And I'm, I, can, I can almost guarantee you're going to come back. You're going to come back every time because they these the soap is so great. You know, it's, it's all nice. natural. Makes you smell good, makes you feel good. 
you know, nice and stuff. Uh, like I say in my intros on, on my end of cunt, if you're listening on my feed, makes the bottle smell real, real nice. And it nobody does. likes a stick. Well, and the email that you sent me today was titled uh, something relating to buttholes. Uh, yes, it was. How to properly eat a woman's ass boogies. I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, sure that that's really nice for the people listening too. But yeah, yeah dude, yeah. Uh, you want to smell nice. So I don't want to beat around the bush too much, but thank you guys for supporting that little venture. And we're going to have more around uh, Christmas time. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Also doing some repackaging, which is making it look a lot cooler too. So it'll make a nice gift. But um, yeah, man, what did you get into this week? And like I said, I got sent a ton of stuff, so I want to get into it. But obviously, we got to catch up. Friday was a, a chill night. Uh, didn't really do nothing special. Just went over to my neighbors for a little bit and then came back, watched some TV. But Saturday, Saturday is where the action happened. Okay. The wife and I went to see the new Exorcist. Was it good? I heard that it's not. I liked it. If you watch my recommendation to everybody out there, watch the original. Watch the original first because you'll have a better appreciation for it when you go in and watch this because I hadn't seen the original in a long time. When we came, when we get, got back home, we put on the original and I was just, cause I was like, man, there's just something floating in my head. They did such a great job. Now they kind of changed it a little bit. You know, it's, it's not, it's not the exorcist remade. It's, it's a different version, but two of the original characters are in it. The mom and Linda Blair uh are in it oh yeah but they they throw so many small little details uh, back and pay homage to like the original exorcist like like just in the beginning it doesn't give anything away it starts out with two dogs fighting and you're like okay they're on a beach they're fighting whatever but you watch the original and they're over in the middle east they find this this trinket or whatever and it pans out and there's two dogs fighting in the in the, the the desert over there. So that was like small little things like that. And cool. did I find it? I didn't find the original that scary. Um, I didn't watch it when I was a kid. I, I I didn't see it until I was like probably a teenager or maybe a young adult. So, and it's hard to find this movie that like really fucking scares you anymore. You know, we're all desensitized to so much shit. But it was good the the way they they they. The whole storyline was good. I will say it was a little slow, but if you watch the original, the original was a little slow too, and then right. it just takes off. So it's an old yes, movie, the we, old one is right. The original yes. is an older one. All those old ones, like the credit sequences, are like fifteen minutes long in the beginning, where you're just seeing like generic views, and it's just credits. Like every person got credit, which I I appreciate. It's kind of cool. It's some, it, if you're used to watching these new movies where they're all the same. It starts with something you know, exciting and chaotic. And then the story builds, you know, you, you see something crazy and then you see the title of the movie and then you see the whole story build. It's the same for every movie. So it is kind of nice when, you know, you're watching something like Logan's run and it's showing that really cool, like model scene where it's supposed to be the real city, but you can tell it's a model because 70 right. special effects and uh, showing up for a good five minutes or whatever. It's cool. Like something a little different. You can tell they put thought into it. But uh sounds like you had a fun weekend, man. You, I yeah. hope that you're making some kind of good food today. I I made ham and bean soup. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or had it. I think I have. Ham and okay. bean. It's a you take diced up ham, uh usually like a <laughs> you get a ham steak or or like a, a ham portion 
you know, right, right. come pre-cooked or whatever. Chunk it up, great white northern beans, yeah. some carrots, some celery, some onion, a little bit of chicken or beef broth in there. And if it isn't, because you want it a little thicker, not, it's, yeah. it's funny. This goes back to that gray line. Is it a soup or is it not a soup because chili is thick and we don't consider chili a soup. And this is kind of thick. I kind of do, if it's, by the way. I yeah. Think. So if it's not thick enough, just take some instant mashed potatoes and just kind of lightly sprinkle it over there and it'll thicken up your broth. Oh my God. So banging, so banging. And it, it, it hit the spot for this for this weekend and the week week coming up with the weather so a little chilly out there yeah man i'm i am kind of excited to try and mess around with some new soups i made some butternut squash soup kim did the majority of it but we made some like you know take the butternut squash you take the seeds out and shit that you put your garlic in there you put the tomatoes in there some carrots and all that shit roasted all together and uh then you did, spice did it up however you her, want. did she use her own butternut <laughs> what is that uh, it's it, it's kind of the equivalent to uh, ass boogies. I felt like it was uh, some kind of sex thing. No, she did not. I would not have <laughs> eaten it. Um, but yeah, man, it, I mean, making homemade soup is fun. It's good. You know what I mean? We can only do it for like two months out here. But uh, those two months, it actually does get colder than people think. So excited. It, it sounds like my mom's t- uh, potato soup is what that kind of sounds like. The texture. Yeah, yeah, yep. Kind of. Yeah, there's. Oh, I forgot. Yes, I did dice up some potatoes and threw it through in there as well. Did it in the cast iron uh pot and once it came up to a simmer i cut the heat and his cast iron retains the heat so that potatoes didn't get overcooked they didn't get mushy oh, they had a little bit of a, a, a not a huge crunch with the carrots but you know you still you knew it wasn't like baby foot food you know mush. you got a carrot in your mouth it's actually a cock nice uh well yeah I, I don't know if you guys have this and i know i said that i wanted to get into this stuff right away but um, you know, once you get me talking about food, I mean, we should do the food at the end probably from now on, but yeah, uh, no, I mean, I like talking about food. I'm, I'm going to change how my, like on my Instagram, even it says that like the show is about conspiracies, MMA and food. Like that's what I talk about. So I'm going to change my uh, cover. So it's not just a conspiracy show because we're branching out. But, um, do you guys have Swiss supper loaf with your potato soup? I've never heard of that. Okay, so I I don't know if that was just like a my family thing or if that was something more natural that a lot of people do, but basically you take like French bread, um, okay, cut it into you know two inch to three inch depending on the size that you want. You, you take this canned tomato sauce called El Pato, means the duck in Spanish. You guys probably don't have it out there, but bright yellow can you can try and find it in like Mexican aisles in uh, WalMarts and whatever. Usually fifty nine cents might be more now, but you take that. Kind of spicy tomato sauce. Dice up some onions, mix that up together, heat it up. Okay, so you got like almost a little pizza sauce situation, but it's spicier. Um, then you take sauteed spinach and drain all the liquid out of that and Swiss cheese. So you got like spicy sauce, bread, spinach, and Swiss cheese. Really fucking good to like, you know, dip in the uh, tomato or uh, potato soup rather. Bomb, bomb stuff. That was always my favorite part of it. Uh, I would request it with no spinach from my mom. Uh, but yeah, man, it's good, dude. Really like, good. Stuff. You don't like spinach? I didn't as a kid. I do now. Yeah. You know, dude, I'm telling you right now, uh, I think I would like that. I, I, yeah. I need to find that recipe. Uh, text me the name of uh, that sauce again um, so I remember uh, the duck in Spanish. I should I'll pull it up. Remember that. Get a visual. Point, it's chicken, but 
man, yeah, you, you, you're putting spinach in there and some. I love Swiss cheese. I'm not, you know me, I'm not the biggest cheese eating guy, even though I'm a cheese head. I'm a Packers fan, but Swiss cheese is probably up there with my favorite cheese. It's not bad. I mean, you're looking for this yellow can when you do it. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, baby. You get that? You just get a white <laughs> onion. Here's how white I am. I thought El, pa- El Pato was the name of the fucking company. Oh, my God. <laughs> you thought it was tomato sauce and it was from El Pato. Yeah, I thought El Pato was the company, like Goya and shit. It might be the name of the company, too, but this is, in fact, a um, a sauce. Um, it, it looks like it comes from Walker Foods. Okay. So, uh, fun fact. Yeah. It's bomb, dude. It's a good base for people that, like, you know, want to try and make salsa. It's a good base because you're already starting with some shit. It's not going to be as, like, tomato tasting, but anyway. And they even have a duck on the fucking logo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a basic white bitch. Hey, it's okay, dude. I grew up around this shit, so it was uh, uh, it was a fun thing to to do. But um, yeah, man. Let's see. What did I get into this week? I um, UFC bet. Watched some UFC. I made like two fifty. Um, wasn't awesome, but it was definitely decent for not uh, you know, rather rather gain money than lose money. Always right. So. It was cool, man. Really fun set of fights. Um, enjoyed it. Enjoy. I made some really good shredded beef in the crock pot. Um, made some tacos. I we just kind of had nachos yesterday because I need to try and be better, dude. Like I always try to set up like fun meals and stuff whenever we're watching these. So we, essentially, we get to eat something really good every Saturday. But um, I get uh, how do you say drunk. <laughs> while I'm cooking, because I'm also excited for the fights, right. right? So, dude, I wake up. You should be around my house on a Saturday because it's it's like Christmas every Saturday. I'm excited. I'm in a good mood, and uh, you know, making good food and doing all this stuff, drinking a little earlier than you know most on Saturdays. But uh, I literally live for Saturdays now, man. Like that was something that I couldn't do when I worked at Pepsi, and like all the time, dude. I'm just thankful that I have this this new job to where it's like, hell yeah just uh, it's just a life changer man so i hope everyone can find that out there um but yeah other than that dude i didn't do shit i went right now we're gonna wash these dogs uh since we got that hot water before this winter terrified when i was setting that thing up but got her done (laughs) but holy shit it was i mean dude i had to drink before i started doing that because i was scared like i hate working around electricity and uh you know I, I fucking don't. That comes from my military background, rewiring, you know, F-16 wings and, and doing the electric, you know, chasing electrical problems from, from, you know, the munitions, you know, and, and what have you. I, oh, that's cool. I always like, I, I have been blown off a jet, um, with some high, high voltage. It wasn't fun, but yeah, like was, 240 dude, or some shit no. like that. Yeah. Because that's the one that 240 will knock you back, but 440, I think, is the highest one. That will just, or not highest, but, you know, commercial grade shit. If you touch that, it's the kind that you stick to it and, like, you'll fucking, it'll fry your ass. But yeah, the 240 supposedly will just zap you across the fucking room or something. I, I was sitting, um, the F 16, if you look at it, the canopy um, where the pilot sits, okay, it comes down. Right behind that canopy is where the gun system sits. Okay, uh, where it holds all the ammunition, the drum and everything. And believe it or not, the fine folks that bring thing, gr- bring great things to life, GE, 
is who makes the gun system for the F-16. That's cool. Blew me away. When... But we were doing a, what we call a functional check. So we reinstalled this gun system. You know, you have to make sure all the electrical is hooked up. I had my finger on the ground uh, part, part of the tester. <laughs> and it's funny because we called the tester it, to look at it, it was so dated. We called it a beer can because it was literally the shape of a beer can. It had like two or three knobs and, and it, it just a light lit up if, if, if it worked. Well, I'm sitting up there. I'm like, you know, talking to my my crew chief. He's sitting in, in the cockpit and, uh, you know, I'm on the on the comms or whatever. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that one's good. Hit the next one. And it was the fire fire uh, check. He hit that and boom, down on the fire. <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's like, like imagine, dude. And this is, this wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be funny if you passed away by right. doing that. But imagine going to an active war zone. You die or someone dies. And they're like, oh, man, well, thank you for your service. It's like, well, he was just a mechanic. He made a fucking really bad mistake. But uh, yeah. I'm sure you would appreciate the thank you. But, yeah, it's just crazy, yeah. like, to think that you could, I mean, that can, that's, that can happen any time, you yeah. know what I mean, when you're it, working it, with that stuff. It, it, and here's the fucked up thing. I don't know if you can see my pinky, right? Yeah. It does. Okay. It, it, I broke it when I was a kid. I had, like, a spiral break. So it never, like, I even got in trouble in basic training because sometimes it doesn't. I have to physically close it and you know, it, it, it kind of just does its own thing. I don't have much control of it. Well, that's, that's what was fucking resting on it. And I didn't fucking know, you know what I mean? Cause no, I was just like, okay, that. Da, da, da. it was just kind of hanging there. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's wild, dude. Yeah. You're lucky, man, that it wasn't uh, worse, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, man, I was telling my dad, I was like, you know, it's crazy that some of the most humble people in the world are like blue collar people like that. And there's people that know how to like wire a house and they don't walk around like assholes. Like I would be such a cocky prick if I knew all that stuff. Cause you, I mean, you feel good when you, when you like, you know, install an appliance that, you know, it sounds super simple, but until you do it and you're like, Oh shit, I bought that thing. I fucking installed it. Like you feel, you feel good about that. So yeah, it was kind of funny. My wife and I kind of had that same conversation um, when we were coming back from the movies and just, you know, talking and, and what have you. I think she was talking about last week's episode and she's like, you know, you should feel good about yourself. Cause like Ryan passed you the torch on the whole religion type thing. And you know what you're talking about. And I was just like, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just me. I don't think that I know a lot. And she's like, you need to start feeling better about yourself. You're not as retarded as you think you are. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I guess not. <laughs> it's good to pretend that you're retarded. Though, so that people's expectations are lower. You know what I mean? Like that's Hell what you yeah. want. But and they don't um, expect <laughs> Last thing I'll mention really quick, I recommend this to anybody that's conspiratorially minded. Uh, The movie I watched this weekend was Small Soldiers. Phenomenal. I mean, absolutely great movie. It's with the toys. Um, That's an older movie, isn't it? Yeah, like 90s. But essentially, like the plot of it is that this toy company, you know, struggling toy store. And then there's this toy company that they make toys. But the military, they order like military industrial complex chips and put them in these toys. And then the toys, you know, try and take over and shit. It's kind of cool. Um, but a lot of like, you know, modern references, like an Amazon reference, they don't call it Amazon, but saying things like, you know, someday one company is going to run everything basically. And, you know, stuff like that. But it was, you know, it was kind of a a red pill movie. And I even mentioned it to my dad and he was like, oh yeah, there was a lot of hidden themes in that for sure. So cool stuff, man. I I, seen that when I was younger, but I'll have to go back and revisit that. Yeah, dude. Um, 
It's a good one. I forgot I meant to pull this up before we started going. I'm going to look more into this or see if I can hear back from. Is this from Diane? Diane. Yeah, I wanted to see. I don't know if you saw it, but I want to donate. Um, This is a dog that I guess it's a crazy story. Like I said, um, I'm going to look into this more myself before I tell you guys or ask you to donate rather. Um, But yeah, dude, it's a sad kind of situation. This dog, I guess, got hit by a vet veterinarian hold on one second let me see if i can mute this yeah right. not a military vet a veterinarian that, that supposedly helps animals recover from being sick yeah so a veterinarian you know ran into this dog um heard it pretty bad and um you know or they're asking for help i guess like uh he's being monitored 24 7 to keep him in uh, er is very expensive if you're in a position to help please do we really appreciate every penny and the, the page looks legit you know it doesn't have like an obscene amount of followers it's you know got a, a 1300 followers just seems like a, hopefully because it sucks that you can't just trust these things um right hopefully it's not a scam type situation i'm not saying diane would scam us but um you know she might be falling for something i just want to double check before you know recommending but i'll uh, i'll make a post about it or something on my instagram when i do find out everything but yeah man i I, I always think it's important to help these animals, dude. I feel so much worse for animals than I do people in a lot of situations. So, um, yeah, I don't know why, but it's just how I am. So, yeah, man, I have um, a lot of stuff got sent to me from uh, some pretty awesome people about this military age man, massive group of people that is like being trafficked into the country through Mexico. And then they're moving all over the place, New York and shit like that. We talked about it a little bit last week. Mm hmm. Obviously, more stuff on the Israeli-Palestine situation. We were, we were. Uh, I was going to say email. We were texting a little bit, and you said something. I don't know if you want to, you know, put it out there on here, but you said something that I thought was funny. And um, I don't know if you you remember what I was talking about about the Israeli-Palestine thing. Oh, what I text you? Like what? Uh, you know, like kind of your 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 viewing of this whole thing and how you're changing a little bit and like the side that you feel like yeah. you're on and stuff. I don't know if you care to talk about it or not, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to bring up the text now. Uh, I said, I'm starting to think Palestine might be the good guys and history was rewritten. And you, you replied, I don't support either. I said, neither do I just sick of everyone always taking pity on the Jews. And you yeah. said, yeah. And not even the real ones. Ha ha ha. Meaning the Kazarians, okay, yeah. or the, the Zionists. So, yeah, I, I, I it's 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 a it's a conflicted topic, and you know, I, I don't want people to sit here and think that I'm anti-Semitic and I support Hamas or whatever. Just sit back and look at where, what we're being shown, okay, and why why is it that Israel is always propped up in this certain way, just because of the old testament because if you look at modern day jews they hate christians they do not like christians at all i have that same clip saved which one <laughs> but uh the uh, the one with mahomes oh but they'll, they'll walk down the street and spit on them you know and and they're supposed to be god's chosen people but if you look into your history they're kazarians the real jews were black they yeah. were dark skin color they're not white and everything that we've been told has been rewritten. And there's a lot of people that have done some good deep dives on their, their podcasts in, into this subject matter. Um, go find them. I, I don't want to 
put their podcast out out there, you know, just in case, you know, you don't like them or whatever, just go find it. it it's out there. The information's out. Even if it's not a podcast, go Google it. You, you, if they can find it, you can find it. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not siding with Palestine or Israel or Hamas, but what I am saying, if you look at what Israel has done to Palestine or the Palestinians, and then you have to kind of go back into the, the, the history of it is as well, you know, um, the Roman empire gave or named it Palestine after, um, the, the tribes and what have you. And and there's a whole bunch of is, history, you know, when they, they ran the, the Jewish people out, they didn't like the Jewish people. And then it, 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 it's a very complex topic to where you can get confused like that. And I think that's what everybody in the mainstream media and your politicians are counting on is you try to follow a trail You'll get easily sidetracked and confused because you'll hear a conflicting story and think that that is that is the truth. So here on Hunt, we're going to try and bring you both sides, not saying that we side with either one of them or what's going down. We want to give you both sides of the information that Ryan has found or has been sent or I have found or has have been sent. You know, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. Sure. Yeah, man, I I definitely agree with that. I'm going to play the few clips that I have of Israel and Palestine because I really want to get into this uh, this border thing and then some interesting information too, just kind of like random things. But um, some of this stuff is uh, is cool. But yeah, let's just we might as well since we talked about it right away this uh, Palestinian situation here. But I gotta come up here and unmute and then get back out. Here we go. nothing's playing nothing's playing huh no did you share your sound i did not <laughs> we're professional here cunt hey yeah uh, that's why we uh try to learn how to eat woman's butt boogers i like how you waited so long to tell me to i'm just sitting here like listening um well i was sitting there trying <laughs> i was talking i'm like wait a minute oh a fuck i muted my mic <laughs> okay um so yeah and and matt from the great deception posted this too so apologies but here we go how many people are seeing what's going on in israel and palestine i wanted to open your mind and show you some different perspectives that you might not have thought about i'm gonna state the first i'm pro all people but this message isn't gonna go against one race or another it will be simple facts we can all use to determine a conclusion so here we go Hamas released this video of how they entered Israel. That's what you're seeing here. Paragliders. They released everything. You saw. What's that? They released everything that they, that all their training videos were were released and and out in the ether for the CIA and and uh, Mossad. They they they, they could have caught onto this right out the gate. Right. Uh, even digging up the water pipelines and the pipelines that they dug up, they turned into fucking missiles. 20 miles on this side. This side's 273, I believe. 263. Look at the width ranges from 71 to 6.2. That's the width. 
have more than 300 F-16s, F-16I sofas in the Israeli Air Force. All of the F-16s go Mach 2, all the different models. That's 2,000 miles per hour. How long does it take a military jet to scramble? Maximum of 15 minutes, as short as two minutes. They didn't show it for hours. So all that stuff played out. They broke through the fence. They paraglided in. And two hours later, the military showed up. People were already kidnapped, shot, and killed. Yeah, you can barely hear what the firefighters are saying, but I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about Building 7 yeah. coming down and, and what have it. When, when he he's not lying, two minutes to fifteen minutes is how long it takes to scramble an F sixteen. And depending on the, I don't know the threat level, two minutes is fast. I mean that pilot's getting in there, doing a quick run around and everything else, and it boom, fire up and you're gone. And yeah. the fact that they they took that long, man, this just really still points to an inside job because. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know is the Israeli citizens have been protesting for almost 40 weeks over some kind of policy that Benjamin Netanyahu and their government had passed that wasn't in favor of the the citizens or whatever. So Docker. to go back to Tokyo when they were protesting and then all, all of a sudden Hong Kong, their government, what's that? Hong Kong, not Tokyo. Or right? Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. T- Hong Kong. Their government got pissed and I don't know, something mysterious happened and the military came in. Well, this kind of sounds familiar. Or or a repeat of the same same type of situation. And then I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know what to believe because there's so much propaganda out there on both sides. But if the propaganda that we're seeing is true, Israel's committing some fucking war crimes man oh yeah they've been doing it forever man they've been doing it forever you can be pro uh and what we should probably call it is the Mossad, right we we should say instead of israel because obviously there's probably some good people living in israel right like probably (laughs) there's probably some good people living in the area that they call palestine so um yeah man but there is a few uh very angry sounding jewish people that i'll play and I'm not trying to build a narrative, um, but, you know, I'm going to play this and then I'll play uh, a Palestinian Christian. Um, you can just kind of hear the difference between the two tones. Israelis have to take over and uh, they have to kick them, uh, kick them away. It will be much better not to, not to kill them, just to to go back to... To Arab countries, but it's really rightfully ours if you look at the history and at, like the wars. And we didn't even start a lot of the wars. And it, we hmm. we conquered these places rightfully, like it's ours. A thousand four hundred years later, we come back. Now, I'm not saying that we can blame the people living here for what happened, but you gotta accept that that's some kind of divine justice that their great 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 grandfathers kicked my great 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 grandfather out of here, and then we come back, and all of a sudden they're like, well, no, we don't want it. It's not fair. I think that the Jews came here. They take a, they take this land and this is our land now. And I don't think there should be no Arabs. Like Arabs, they want we gave them Gaza. They should go live their quietly if they want. They should go back to Iraq. I don't know to wherever they want. 
I think we need to, how do you say, kick out the arrows. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't think there's way. any answer to it. There's only one way, like, I would carpet bomb them. You would That's, carpet bomb them? It's the, only, it's the only way you could deal with it. Like, or, or try to stop them a different way. It, it never worked. I think that uh, we're miserable. The, the Arab is... Uh, Make a big rim and uh, we need to kill the uh, Arabs. <laughs> so. Dude, these weak girls. Jews should have rights to hate them. I think we have the right to hate them. I don't. I don't see a reason why not. I. I wouldn't trust any of them. There's no chance of peace. You can't have peace with them. So if you can't have peace with the situation, you carry it out like this. You need to handle it in other ways. There's no other choice. This dude's saying. Think we should give them a country if you uh having any problem with it i guess if you, um this guy's talking really fast but yeah i mean you, you get the idea here we don't need to go through all of it but there's like some very right. weak looking people including some females that probably have never thrown a punch in their life that are saying like we should kill all of these people um I, i'm not comfortable with saying that any group of people should die there is an issue when you start believing that you're God's people, that you're God's chosen people. That is an issue I have with with the whole Jewish ideology. Um, I know some people, some Jewish people don't don't subscribe to that theory or that idea, but some do. And I think that the ones that do think that Jews are God's people, that's literally saying that you're better than other people, and that's not a good look, right? Um, right. Obviously, I make all kinds of like racially undertone jokes. That's because I'm comfortable with like how I feel about all people. I can joke about it. Um, if someone calls me racist, I'll just be like, "Hey, you just don't get my humor." We talked. We talked about this last week. When someone starts a video saying, "I'm not racist," it's always like, <laughs> "Okay." I've never right. started a sentence like that. I don't think, unless I just did, um, you know, without thinking about it. But yeah, man, this is this is nasty uh, talk from a lot of weak and fat people. Hmm. So, which I would have to assume they're not at the age of graduating what we would call high school, because after they graduate, I'm pretty sure it's high school. They have to serve a minimum of two years in the Israeli army. Some of them look old enough, like this soft fucking soy boy right here looks old enough. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, man, you're onto something there. There were some young kids, um, especially long next cousin yeah so yeah it was a little little strange to see some of that but this is a different tone that this dude has and i'm just going to play part of it you'll get the idea pretty quick is it not playing mention uh, that can you explain i hate how instagram mutes this and you can't pause anything either it's kind of shitty a lot of people would be surprised to see a palestinian who's a christian Yes. Is there a tension in that? Yes. Can you explain yes. what it's like to be you? Yes, it's <laughs> actually because I've been to America and once when I was there and I said that I'm Palestinian Christians. Yeah. And they how, how come you are Palestinian Christians? They don't know that in Palestine there are Christian people. Palestinian Christians are exist since uh, Jesus was born in here. The house that I live in, it, it's 200 years old. And it was my grand-grandfather who lived in this, and my grandfather and my father and me in the same house. In this area, in Palestine especially, you can see Christians and Muslims together living by side by side and as neighbors. 
as we go to the universities together, we work together, we do everything together. What aspects of life is made difficult here because of the tension between Israel and Palestine? Yes. Actually, since Jesus was born, it was occupied by many. Till now, like occupation after occupations, we passed Palestine through the Turkish, the, the British, Egyptian, Jordanian, and that was the last is... Uh... So yeah, it goes through some history there, but yeah, man, you know, there's a lot of Christians there as well, so we need to uh, not just blindly support any nation or any government of a nation because they say that they're on our side. But this is an interesting thing, too. We were talking about girls and kind of like, you know, weaker people. And this dad has something really interesting to say about the uh, possible woman draft. Let me get this right. You want to pass a law to draft my daughter to send to another one of your foreign fucking wars for something you created so your arms manufacturers can make more money for your banker friends. Did I get that fucking solid right or not? Now, wrong, elephant breath. My daughter will not be joining the military any way, shape, or form unless it's to fight this fucking war that this government has started against its people. See how simple that is? The very fact that you don't understand the societal fucking rules about women and children, let me school you a little bit. Now, the fact of the matter is you can't make your fucking recruitment numbers because your recruiters told so many lies like, oh, yes, you get the condo on the beach when you join up. Oh, you get to start here, but we're going to switch you to what you really want later and the biggest boner up the ass the va will take care of you if you got hurt hey the reason you can't meet the recruitment goals is because these young men have already voted with their fucking feet they're not going to fucking fight and the fact that you think you're going to get the women to fight let me put it to you this way it was one thing when you oppressed us with unbelievable fucking taxes one thing because we were living in nice homes and still eating pretty good it's another thing when you spied on us to the degree that you did and made us realize that we don't have any freedom it's another thing when you not only wrecked the fucking economy but you fucking did it in such a way where you spent so much fucking money that went to special interest groups that the people never had a chance to benefit from it and now when you have people that are homeless eating canned goods out of the back of their fucking car, you know what? They may do that for themselves, but they're not. their kids are not going to go through that. Motherfucker, you're going to find out what people will do for their fucking children. You protect women and children because it's a societal norm. It has nothing to do with being sexist or unequal in any way. The fact is... You should always protect people that are weak of themselves and always stand up for the right fucking thing. And the right fucking thing here is, if my daughter is going to be in a war, she's not going to have to go to a fucking foreign country to fight it. Fuck your taxes. Fuck your withholding. Fuck your FEMA. Fuck your IRS. Fuck you. Like fuck your guy. corrupt Congress. Fuck your corrupt presidents. Fuck your entire election process. You know, I could go on forever, but let's face it, the world's not going to live that long before a fucking meteor solves a problem for us. So, fuck you. And if anybody doesn't like what I'm saying, you know what you can do. If you do like what I'm saying, give me a hell yeah in the comments, because our women aren't going to fight a fucking war for some corrupt fucking government. I like it. I was going to comment, but um, yeah, man, uh, he, he nails it. He absolutely nails it. I had the same clip saved, and I, so I'm glad, glad we got to it, because I was like, man, this motherfucker's saying exactly how what i want to say because i have a daughter that's 20 years old she's of draft age you know your sister is of draft a sister age. that's yeah yeah i'm not letting so, her do that either neither would my dad you know what no. i mean like at this fucking point and and you know people might think oh you cuss too much because idiots have told me that you should be angry about this stuff 
You know what I mean? Obviously, sometimes I curse because it's just how I talk. But that dude was saying fuck a whole lot. And he well, has every right to be that angry because it's fucking infuriating. Like, you have to get mad about this when people are like, your words hurt my feelings. Fuck off. You know, it's crazy. Well, first, first of all, first of all, there's a thing called the First Amendment. You have the right to freedom of speech. Doesn't yeah. mean freedom of fucking feelings. Two, person that cusses a lot is actually a sign of a very high IQ. Uh, really? You can Google it. And and look it up. And if I you actually don't do have a fairly high IQ. Words, yeah, I do too. If you don't like curse words, tune into a different fucking show because the name of the show is fucking cunt. And if you don't like Dangerous World podcast because Ryan says the f word or, or calls someone a pussy sometimes, get a fucking grip on your life. What the <laughs> fuck are you tuning into these shows for to begin yeah. with? Because you're looking for the information because you like it, but oh my God, he hurt my feelings with a curse word. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. You mean this show is different than other shows? It's like, yeah, I, I think that everyone should have their own different voice and stuff. I'm trying not to show the dog because it's depressing. Um, right. But I, I like, I noticed that we were just talking for a while and the dog, this poor dog is just sitting there. Um, so yeah, like I said, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to revisit that. And I'm going to tell you if it's uh, something that I donated to, but, um, I want to transition to a female I'm breaking that here. Um, I, okay. no, I want to transition from the, uh, Palestinian Israeli thing. Did you think I was serious? Are you going to Rihanna? Probably Rayanne. Right. Rayanne. And, and your pronouns will be lick a lot of puss. Lick a lot and puss. Yeah. Um, so I want to go into this border crisis thing because this lady's talking, well, you know, how the, the, the gentleman there, and he is a gentleman, despite what people might do you, think. Do you want to stay on? Cause I have some Israeli topics too. Do you want me to go through mine real quick? That way do we you mind if we just kind of revisit it yeah. because I, I, this lady, yeah. I think it segues so good with what this guy was saying about women fighting. And then what this lady says about the Mexican thing going on at the border. And then I've got a couple okay. of videos about the border and then I can volley, you know, kick it off to you. And then I'll play some of these other ones at the end. But let's get this. First say, I'm not a racist. Okay. But men go to war and women and children flee war. Where are all the women and children? Please. Everybody that's coming over are fighting age men. They're soldiers. Now, are they there to protect us or are they there to round us up? What are these immigration centers for if we're not using them? What are all these new prisons for if we're not using them? Prisoners are being released early, on tight. What are the FEMA camps built for? The largest one can accommodate two million people. But where the hell do they expect to find two million people? And more importantly, why? There's something else going on they're not telling us about because it's cataclysmic and we should be told. We should be allowed to make preparations. Putin, who's supposed to be the bad guy, has made preparations for every single one of his citizens, man, woman and child. But what are our governments doing for us? Absolutely nothing. Do you want to know what immigration is really all about? Ask them, because they're working with the SAS. They're working with our military. They are soldiers. That's my view. Why is it that our own veterans are living on the streets? Why our own people are living on the streets? And yet these people can come over and live in hotels and get £175 a week. That's more than our unemployed get, because they're on the payroll. There is something being planned, and it's not good. Not good at all for any of us. And I said before, where are all the women and children? Men go to war. I think that she brings up a good point. It sounds like a little bit QAnon-y, and I've got another one that sounds real QAnon-y that we'll play like, towards the end of the show. But she's I would got disagree. A good... 
that one sounding a little QAnon-y because if you look, she's speaking fact. Oh, for and, sure she is. Yeah. And wow. Uh, I didn't realize going into this one. I, I I'm kind of like getting amped here a little bit, you know, because it's like you, 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 you want to draft our women and transgender. Okay. But yet you leave our fucking Southern border wide the fuck open for all these fighting aged men to come over. We are being invaded, invaded voluntarily by our United States government on purpose. But if you say that you're racist, but if a Jew can sit there and say um, Palestinians need to be wiped off the map and go back to another Arab country. Oh, yeah, we support. Oh, yeah. Look at us. We're we're virtual signaling. Well, we're wearing the, the Star of David now. Fuck Ukraine. Get the to be fuck clear, out really quick, to be clear, a lot of the people that say that these Mexicans and then these Chinese and these Arabs and stuff can just come to the southern border, they are in support of Palestine, too. It's a lot of liberals. A lot of liberals, that's one thing that I think that they might be right about is this Palestinian-Israel situation, right? Again, I'm not against the individual citizens. It's the governments and the, the powers right. that be within each country. And I think that there's probably only one other country whose government's more evil than the Israeli government, and it's good old USA. So, yeah, um, yeah man, I think it's a, it's a shitty situation there, but it's really, really an interesting take that she has, and I think it's legit. I think that there is something to worry about. But that's the thing, man. If there's people going door-to-door... And I know that a lot of people feel this way wearing those blue UN helmets or whatever. They're no, most people, I think I genuinely have confidence that most people would fight back. Most people. I hope so. And if not, you deserve to die. Plain and simple. I I know there's a lot of, and I can't say a hundred percent of all vets feel this way because at at one point, like when I got out and, you know, I just thought all vets were kind of on the same thinking level as me like pro-patriot you know pro-america you know but there there's some people that serve in 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 the united states military that aren't pro-america and they're for all this fucking chaos but i would say 90 percent of all vets out there will see those little blue helmets as target practice and fight back interesting yeah i agree man i've got two more um okay my uh computer might stop recording on my end but you got the recording it's kind of a piece of shit so here's this one uh, and he's from another country and he's holding the video and it's a, a black guy and he's from another country and he's holding out this card and he said yeah the un sent me over here i'm a soldier for the un and I, they gave me this card and it's got a computer chip in it like a bank card you know but it's got the guy's picture on it information number guys he's a number and, um, you know, he's telling them that he was told, he was given a phone, he was given this card, and he was told to go to a certain city and get a place to stay and wait. They would get in touch with him through the phone, I guess, mass text message or something, and tell him where to go when they needed him to do something. But basically, he was free to come into the country and hang out. Now, listen. He's not just going to come live here. If he's a soldier for the U.N., he's not going to come live here for six months and then pay him $2,200 a month. Okay? Whatever they're planning on doing, they're planning on doing it within, I would say, the next 90 days to 120 days. Uh, but he's going to he he's gonna go get a place to live. 
the video. Uh, and he's from another country, and he's yeah. So more of the same kind of stuff, right? More of the same idea. Of there's these stories, and they're not necessarily provable always, but like you know what the guy was saying there, it's not provable, but and you could be lying for content purposes, right? But yeah, there are a lot of people sharing that same kind of idea where it's like these dudes are saying that they're getting thousands of dollars a month. Twenty twenty two hundred dollars is decent money, like especially if your housing's paid for or whatever. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You know, um, again, like the lady was saying before, we got homeless veterans, like people that actually served the country and did some, you know, what they thought was noble at the time. And they yeah, they're, they're out on their ass. The What's that? I said we shit on them all the time. Yeah. Not us, but yeah, our country not, does for not, sure. Yeah, not our country, our government does. <laughs> our, our state and federal government does. Not not us personally, and and probably not the listeners of of this fine, eloquently spoken show. Classy show, classy. Yes. Um, okay, last one I got, and then I'll kick it up to you. I want to play some of this footage. I went back to Lukeville, Arizona. And what I saw should shock every single American. I, I, as soon as I got there, there was a tent of 150 fighting-age men, mostly from West Africa, Muslim uh, countries in Africa, the Middle East, and India. And what they told me uh, is that they, they actually, the, the new place that they're getting all of this, the, these people from right here, you can see the footage right there on the screen. Those tents, that was yesterday, and this is happening every single day. 150 of them. They said they had over 500 yesterday alone in that one location. 500. And what scared me, now I, I went up, the Border Patrol, you could tell, was so frustrated. They, uh, they, they wanted me to get in there and film it and show you close up. As soon as I did that, at the end of this video, I had a guy come out from, from National Park, said I couldn't be that close. I couldn't film this. I had to go across the street. And our own National Park, our National Monument down there, this is what's coming into America. But the scariest part, Border Patrol came up to me and he said, you need to know and you need to report this. We're getting huge numbers from Syria right now. And if we can show the picture, they sent me a picture of one of the guys from Syria. If we can show that picture of, of the guy, this guy hey, just hey, came hey, across hey, our hey, southern hey, border. Ben, this is, this is ben, just, just one. Hey. I want to play some of this footage. I went back to Lukeville, Arizona. So, yeah, I thought that that was uh, extended. I want to play clip. some of this footage. Um, I went back. I guess, to yeah, so I saw someone else had sent me this, too, and mm -hmm. it's a clip on the Steve Bannon show, which he's lied uh, plenty, right? But again, man, <laughs> yeah. There's there's video of of this stuff and and it's definitely interesting when you don't see any kids and I gotta say too man like shame on the border patrol you know like why aren't they standing up why they're literally Nazis at this point they're following orders you know yeah. like why why don't you as you know the 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 not brass of the border patrol because obviously they're selling out all of us. But, you know, these these ground workers, these frontline Border Patrol people stand up for what you know is right. Like, it's not that hard in mass. You guys have to do that. Like, you guys took this job because you wanted some fucking credibility or something. And then you're just going to go out there and just be like, film this. You got to you got this word has to get out. The word can get out and nothing's going to change about it. You guys are literally paid by the tax dollars to do your fucking jobs. So what are they doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, literally, what are they doing? I don't really like shitting on any branches of the military, but what the fuck are they doing? So, well, Border, Border Patrol isn't military. It is. It, it's one of the. It's like the Coast Guard. No. Yeah, you got Border Patrol, right? Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but Air Force, Navy, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and Space Force. Space Force is a new one. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but what are they then? Cops. 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Department of Homeland Security, I, I would think that they might fall under, but uh, Border Patrol, uh, I, I, Customs and Immigration Informant, ICE, is, okay. is what what they are. Um, you know, security basically is what they are then. Basically, but they are a fed. They are a federally funded, um, position like an FBI agent or a CIA agent. Yeah. So I don't know. It's funny because when Trump was in office, and we all know how we we've kind of changed our minds on him. You know, they were doing a good job. They they had the 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 means and the the. Uh, ability to yeah resources to do their job the way they needed to but yet the media would sit there and con oh my god these guys on horses are whipping these these immigrants coming across no no they're 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 on horses and they're they're not whipping anybody it it, they're they're trying to get they're called reins that's how you control the, the the horse's head so you can steer so it gets old with with how many um, presidents come into office, whether it's Republican or Democrat. How the media flips and spins, you know right. what I mean? They're still like them or hate them. At some point, and it and it's kind of like what they're doing with with Putin now. You know, he's such this bad fucking guy, and Trump's this bad fucking guy. Well, if these fuckers that have been in office for 90 fucking years keep telling me all these people are bad and have never done anything bad to me or in my lifetime. I'm not really going to start believing you anymore. I'm going to start thinking it's proper fucking Yanda. Yeah, dude, it's really bad. It's a, uh, it's a bad, bad look. And uh, the fact that people are just still believing it's wild, but what did you have on the Palestinian stuff? We can go back to that there a little bit. Okay. Um, Actually, I'm going to segue into this uh, just for kind of what you you touched on. Air Force are looking to immigrants to overcome recruiting shortfalls. They've ramped up their marketing, including on social media, to entice legal immigrants to enlist. They're also using recruiters with similar backgrounds to appeal to potential recruits. But the biggest draw for migrants is the promise of a fast track to citizenship, plus jobs and education benefits. Fits. Both the Army and the Air Force have said they will not meet their recruiting goals this year. Yeah. I mean, just like the dude said, like, if your fucking recruiters didn't lie so much. I mean, recruiters are kind of pieces of shit. Can we say that? I mean, isn't oh, that kind of a uh, real thing? 100%. I, I was told, oh, wow, you scored so high. Do you want to, if you choose this job, you will work in a fighter jet or, or any jet. You will be in the cockpit to the wingtips. I'm like, whoa, really? I'll be in the cockpit because that, that's a young you kid hears that. And you were sold. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck it. Throw it in my mouth. Deep throw me. Fuck. Do something. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> next thing I know, now, would I change it at this point? No, never. Because love the career field that I did go into, but I went in as weapons. I was a weapons loader. You can't transfer that job to a civilian right. airline. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I can't load bombs. On a fucking 747. It's just, A, it's illegal, and B, it just isn't possible. But if I would have went in as a crew chief or avionics or maybe HVAC, police, something, computers, you know, I could have transferred that job 
into the civilian world. But no, they just want to feel fuck it, fill fucking boots. And, you know, okay, weapons is low right now. We need, we need to all, all, you know, pump the numbers here. Oh, uh, this, uh, shit sucker job over here oh pump that you know just tell them whatever they need to fucking hear so they're like oh yeah yeah look at me i'm gonna be proud and they're fucking assholes and they're dealing with dumb kids man these are predators the the recruiting thing is predator predatory like obviously you know there's some intelligent kids out there but for the most part man kids are fucking dumb like and i'm talking about 18 19 20 year olds a lot of these kids are dumb man they're ignorant they don't know what exactly what's going on what the world like really is like yet you know you haven't experienced shit you've only lived for a fifth of your life realistically right Right. so yeah man it's uh it's not a surprise that they're not that no one wants to sign up for these shitty you know banker security guards basically is what they are yeah uh, i don't know it it's it's crazy shit my computer's acting a little i love windows Love Windows. Yeah, me too, dude. I'm getting a, a, a Mac here soon. Uh, I'm actually thinking about saving up and, and, and going that route because... Yeah, these things suck. It, the, the, the amount of bugs with Windows... I've had nothing but problems. I'm like, oh, wow. When I got my new computer, uh was last year around Christmas. I went from Windows 8 to fucking Windows 10 slash 11. As soon as it updated to Windows 11, I've had nothing. And and this show and my regular show and Talk at the Tavern, y'all, well, not so much Talk at the Tavern because I don't, I don't, we don't share that much videos, but it's like, fuck, how, how many times, especially here, how many times do you have to replay the fucking video and, and have to hit control delete and just hit the X just so I can move on to another fucking page? It's like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's rough. All what right, did, so what are you showing here? here Those girls here, are hot. Here's a funny. This is the U.S. right now, and anytime shit like this goes on, you'll appreciate this clip from American Dad. Okay, love it. Oh yeah. You're a terror alert, Orange. Francine, you'll be very careful out there today. We're a terror alert, Orange, which means something might go down somewhere in some way at some point in time. So look sharp. <laughs> it's just toast, Dad. This time it was toast, Haley. This time, Francine, you'll be very. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's such you know, a good show. For people that don't know, he's a he's a CIA asset, right? And right. so it's just a hilarious show. It's really funny. All right, let me see. Yeah, we'll go here. You shall know the truth. I was just amazed. And I got to tell you, shall I mean, make you free. When you come to America and you talk to people about slavery, you can you, you talk you can talk to black people about slavery. Can you hear it white okay? People mm-hmm. about slavery, and and they'll they'll give you all this history on slavery, and it only goes back to the 16th and the 17th century, and you're like, don't they teach you the history of slavery? Why? Ask the bloody question. Why are they only teaching you the history of slavery as far back as the 16th and the 17th century? Why are they only going that far back? They don't want you to go farther back than that. 
because then you'll actually find out the truth. But from the 16th and 17th century, we'll teach you about slavery. You've got to go further back. And you've got to understand and, and question, why did they do this without, throughout the whole of America in all the public schools? Why do they only go back as far as the 16th and the 17th century to the regal Negro house of Judah? And then you had them sell them to the Ashkenazi ship merchants along with many Portuguese and British Ashkenazi. You see, it's just like Al-Qaeda today. Or is it ISIS? Or, or is it ISIL? Or, or is it IS? I mean, right? Let's just change the name as much as possible to throw you all off so you really don't know what's going on. Let's keep switching the identity to hide the people. Why don't we just keep renaming you? Are you Negro? Oh, no, 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 you're not Negro. No, 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 you're colored. No, 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 you're not colored. You're African-American. And this is what they name you. The slavers name you this. Because I know a white guy who grew up in South Africa. And he now lives in America. He is an African-American and more African-American than most. Dave Matthews. <laughs> Do you see how African-American is a misnomer? It's a misnomer. Don't check that box. It's a title given to blacks by democratic slavers. Okay. Let's be real. They want you to check the box, just like they want the Anglo-Saxon to check the Caucasian box. It's not true. So, again, we've got the four-tier system. Number one, we have the regal Negro nomadic class that are exiled from the kingdom of Judah. They are their own royal tribe in Africa. Then, number two, we have the native black African trackers. They're going to track them down. And number three, we have the Islamic trappers. Because between 650 of the Common Era and 1900 of the Common Era, 10 to 20 million people were enslaved by the Arab slave traders. Over 20 million enslaved Africans were delivered through the Trans-Sahara route to the Islamic world. Can you get your head around that? That's not even touching the Americas. Over 80 million more blacks died at the hands of Islam en route. And number four, we have Ashkenazi Khazar Jewish ship merchants. And of course, the Portuguese and the Shout British Ashkenazi were the main buyers. Islam and the Ashkenazi those that say that they are Jews and are not, were the main sellers. Does that make sense? You've got to dig into this further. We have the two tiers right there. We have the Islamic trappers, and then we have the Ashkenazi ship merchants. You see, the Romans, they were globalist slavers. They were globalists. 
then and now. They just migrated to Gaul, Ashkenazi, the sellers, and Britain, the British, of course, the buyers. German Jewry and British Jewry, where have they gone to? Well, they've descended upon Wall Street, upon Hollywood, and Washington, D.C., as we see it right now, just to fuel this cataclysmic final war of globalism, which is none other than renaming colonialism. And this is the world that you and I live in. And I'm so sick and tired of these talking heads when it comes to the election time, trying to enslave everybody and cause racial division to try and get the votes. When ultimately, if Israel would just wake up to who's enslaving us, regardless of our skin color, he says what? I am Yahweh your Elohim that delivered you from slavery. We all need to get out from underneath this slavery system and we need to come together as Joseph's multicolored Malkitzedic cloak. But we've got to help identify who are our Jewish brothers and where are our Jewish brothers as the whole house of Israel comes together. Because Islam and the Slavic regions, I mean, where do we get these names? Yugoslavia, of course. Czechoslovakia, Slovakia, these were all regions of bestial slavery that eventually arrived on the African continent. These were areas where Islam invented infernal slavery up in those Slavic regions that then eventually arrived on the African continent. And the black regal Negroes, Negroes of Judah were the recipients of it. But not only black Judah, but Europeans were even kidnapped by the Arabs and the Ashkenazi traders during the war or peace periods in the medieval times. So, just to recap before we go further, because I don't want you to be confused, because it's of utmost importance, the real Shemites, the Fehalim, the rural farmers, Found in the land of Israel at the end of the 19th century. And you've shown. Mm. So that's a little different take. And apparently. You've shown no the truth. Just amazed. He doesn't want to stop talking. You're free. When you come to America and you talk to people about. Do you know how to get out of that? You can talk to. There we go. Boom. Is it bringing you back? <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe we're clear. I think maybe yeah, right, we're clear. So y- y- you get that. Um, I don't know. I want to play the. Remember when when the heart of the the lockdowns? Okay, dancing nurses. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. They're heroes, though. All of them they are, are heroes. Mama don't like you, and she likes okay. everyone. And I never like to admit that I was wrong. And I've been so caught up in my job, didn't see what's going on. But now my mama don't like. So two of them are really hot, so it's kind of excusable. The one. My mama don't like you. So so we have new dance. Oh my god. My mama don't like you, and she likes Military. Yeah, (laughs) we're dancing Israelis. Let me let me do this real quick. 
What you got? Aye, aye. Um, just trying to. Uh, oh, you won't let me do that. Well, if you can stop sharing your screen, I'll play some videos real quick. Let's see. I got some good shit. A lot of people came through for me and sent some but, fascinating stuff. This was some of the QAnon stuff that I was saying. Okay. Okay. What, what, I, what I just played for, for the listeners, uh, it, it was just oh, Israeli right. um, making music videos because they're, 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 they're in pound town of war. But we have time to sit there and, and make music videos. And two of them are very attractive women. So, like, you know, I, I always get skeptical when they use. I know that there's a lot of attractive women that fight there. Um, but anytime that, like, they look like actors or models or something, I'm like, what's going on here? This is kind of weird. Because, um, yeah, if they used a bunch of, like, if these girls looked like us in wigs, I'd be like, okay, right. that's probably real. But it's not. So, all right. This is the QAnon stuff. But. Again, we got to have some fun here. We can't just constantly be going down these bullshit rabbit holes that just make us angry. So, yeah, whether you believe it or not, check this out. Okay, can you tell me who authorized the execution of Hillary Clinton? Donald Trump. Okay. I'm Uh, sorry. The military tribunal authorized the execution. But Donald Donald Trump was there. Donald Trump was president of the United States, ordered the arrest via the military, and then presided over the execution. Where did the execution take place? Guantanamo Bay. And um, we've seen Hillary since the end of 2018, haven't we, on television, or is that a body double? You see what you think is Hillary on television, but that's not Hillary. Okay. It's your belief that's a body double? It is a body double. Okay. How do you know that? Because Hillary was executed on December 31st of 2018. December 31st of 2018. I'd like to believe it. I would, too. I would, too, because that that just takes you back to that that day when she was, I want to say she was in New York. Yeah, yeah, when she <laughs> fell down. Felt, yeah, she. what we would say in the military, she fell out, meaning you probably locked your knees, you know, you passed out, whatever. And, but if you look at some of the angles that people did on that video, it almost does look like she was thrown in that fucking van, like a fucking tied pig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, boom. And then she just emerges uh, two hours later, like nothing happened. And it's like, man, you guys are good at, at gassing our heads with, with, with some of this shit. But then part of me is like, do they want to gas us so well that we question it you know what i mean right. like with, with the whole alien disclosure you know we want right. it so bad but when it happens we're like ah no nah. can't can't believe it right. i don't know maybe maybe there is some truth there i don't know have fun with it have fun with it that's what's important um yeah man it is interesting because she's a lot more quiet these days right so it, it would be uh a, a hell of a, a theory anyway but she didn't even run in 2024 did she I don't think she is, no. I don't remember. We should know that. We are a reliable news show. But this is an well, interesting... She hasn't announced her candidacy yet. I'm sorry, in 2020, did she run? No. Nope. She I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I meant 2020. I'm living in a time warp here. But yeah, so that's kind of weird. You know, you'd think that if she was so close and the election was stolen, that they'd want to steal it back for her, but they gave it to Biden? Weird. Hey. 
elections aren't stolen. They're fair. They're fair. That's crazy to think, right? Okay, yeah. this is really cool too. This is about uh, kind of along the lines of this Mexico border stuff. Almost. Welcome to the largest illegal migrant settlement in the United States you've never heard of. Roughly 40 miles or 64 kilometers northeast of Houston, located in Liberty County, there is a mystery housing project that for some unknown reason no media covers except for extremely local ones called Colony Ridge, which many elected officials are now describing as one of the biggest internal national security issues in the country. But we can't have, we can't have entire cities of people of color illegally uh, with basic, basically no law enforcement. In some cases, I'm told no running water. Um, uh, it's a very dangerous place to be. Um, this is this is not what America was built on. Who would have thought? The population just two years ago was 22,000 people and now has exploded to anywhere from 55 to 75,000, mostly made up of illegal migrants. Colony Ridge is described as a landing ground for many that flood through the southern border to set up a temporary camp, but not everything about this place is as it seems. Indeed, multiple reports show that it's quickly becoming a... Welcome to the... I mean, I wish that the clip was longer, but isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I think think there's more hotspots like that around the country that just are flying under the radar. Sure, sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like underground cities and stuff, too. I know it sounds really out there, but, um, you know, that Jordan Peele dude that makes some pretty realistic, you know, kind of crazy conspiratorial stuff. But he made that movie Us where there's like clones of all of us underground and they, uh, you know, eat rabbits and all that stuff. Roar Dog this week has been he's yeah, he's like, you got to watch this movie Us. It's great. It's on Netflix. He's like, I, he goes, my wife put it on. I wasn't kind of paying attention. Then I started paying attention. He's like, you really need to watch it. I'm like, man, in my mind, I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? Did, did I watch this? Did me and my wife watch this? Did no, you've been telling me about it for probably close to a month and a half now or longer. And I'm going to have an older movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm glad that you trust Rory more than me. No, no, no. It's just funny <laughs> that he brought it up. And and I was like, why does it sound familiar? And then you're like, hey, this this guy, you know, he, d- he did this movie Us. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was just reminded again. So yeah. I, it's kind of like, like the it, universe. Dude. You and, would like uh, that movie a lot. You and your wife will enjoy that. You should watch it together. It's it's a spooky movie. So, you know, that time of year. But uh, hell yeah. taking a different. Actually, let's go to this before the post office stuff. The post office stuff is very fun. This is weird. Do you remember the FEMA coffin stories that Jesse Ventura came talking about? So I grew up just down the road from this location. But check this out. Look how many are missing now. And this was updated on 2020. And if I drop the man and turn it around, there's even more than that that are gone. Again... That's January 2023. Check this out. So much getting ready to be shipped in January 2023. By the way, that shipping area lines up with the train tracks, and then they can take it out. And now you can go to their website and see that it is for adult burial vaults. Also, that's a new one. Now, the place used to be called Vantage. Now it's something different. But there's a review that was left three years ago. 
that talks about that right there, ID 2020. But now its name's different. Is that a coincidence? You tell me. Where did these missing spots, why so many of them removed? Why so many out by the road removed? Where were they taken to? Why was their shipping stuff going down the railroad tracks to be taken? It's almost like they needed them for a lot. Take care. Oh. You remember the FEMA coffin? Interesting. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Pretty weird. What was it? At the very end, it's he goes, it's like they needed a lot. And it, it clipped for a brief second to the Maui fires. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, interesting. A little QE, right? I mean, like, that's what yeah, I'm saying. But I, I still like this stuff, though. There so. was a lot with that, that Jesse Ventura program. I think it was called Conspiracy theory or conspiracy or something like that yeah that was a cool show Uh, very very young alex jones on at the time had a uh uh, had a contact with a doctor that you know doesn't live in the united states and she said after the interview she's leaving again you know uncovered a lot and you know i i remember watching it and you'd talk to people and and they're like oh that's so far fetched like why the government's not going to do that fast forward to now just about everything that mother and i'm not a jesse ventura fan jesse ventura can suck a fucking elephant cock until he dies fucking hate the guy however his show his show now what he covered is pretty much all come true yeah, I mean he's a he's an interesting dude for sure. Um, you wonder why. Same with Alex Jones too. You know, there's an Alex right. Jones uh, kind of controlled opposition theory. But here, check out this stuff about the post office sent to me by two different people. Uh, I believe this was Matthew and Victoria both sent me stuff on the post office. So I got two videos that are slightly different. You guys have no idea how powerful this book is and everything that's in it. So it's a post office manual from 1952, just to be clear. I should have mentioned that up front. You guys have no idea how powerful this book is and everything that's in it. This shit is so fucking powerful. You guys do know that the post office is a bank, right? And the United Postal Service is a totally different thing. It's two separate things in one building. You know, the postmaster is more of a sheriff than a sheriff. This talks about jurisdiction, talks about negotiable instruments, how you could pay certain things with stamps instead of using fiat cash. It talks about a lot of fucking different things. This is the playbook. I kid you not. You guys have no idea. Really interesting. So before you give your thoughts, I want to play this one as well. Same same guy. So I'm still in this book, right? And it states right here. For money orders and accounting purposes, the United States is divided into 12 regions. A branch office of the Bureau of Accounts Post Office Department is located in each city where there is a Federal Reserve Bank. Not branch. Bank. Not branch. 
and each of the 12 offices is designated as Regional Accounting Office's Bureau of Accounts. The post office in these cities is designated as Regional Distributing Offices in form of which blank money order forms are uh, shipped quarterly to the office um, located um, in each particular region. Forget all that. Let's just go into this. You see this? Look at all these. It's 10. And then 11 is down here. I have to scroll up and then you have 12. So this confirms, and this is post office. 11 is down here. Let's go through them. Boston, New York, Cleveland, Richmond, Atlanta, Chicago, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Kansas, Dallas, and San Francisco, right? That makes 12 banks. It said 12 regional banks, right? Let's go to look at these. This is my social security card. This is my daughter's and this is my other daughter's. This is G. This is E. And hers is F, right? There's 12 Federal Reserve Banks. Let's go here. Let's look at this. Like I said, mine was G. Chicago, that's my routing number to my bank. Look on the back of your social. My other daughter's was E. Hers is where? Richmond. My other daughter's was F. Hers is Atlanta. 12 Federal Reserve Banks. I can't make this shit up. So if there's 12 Federal Reserve Banks, our socials are connected to those bank accounts. And this goes up to 12 as well, 11, and then 12 is here. And then we know, I've already showed y'all G, E, F. G, E, and F, that's gonna go right here. I'll show you guys once again. G, Chicago, E, Richmond, F, Atlanta. Those are the same ones. Atlanta, Richmond, or Chicago. Um. Chicago. Oh, right here. Seven. Those are the banks. I kid you not. I cannot make this shit up. Go look on the back of your social security card and look for the letter before the numbers in red. That's where your bank is located at. So I'm. So you really wonder what all it means, right? But it is. I mean, the guy's yeah. onto something pretty interesting, it seems like. Very interesting. Um, when when he said the uh, the the twelve Federal Reserve banks, all, my mind immediately went to FEMA regions. Right. So, excuse me. I did a quick Google search. It's not twelve, but it is ten. We have ten FEMA regions. Coincidence? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe linked. I'm not really sure, but that's where my mind went. This stuff with. Uh, I don't want to call it sovereign citizen because that that's an oxymoron. But yeah, state nationals, you state yeah. So when you dig into this shit and and you look, take take the basic thing, like you don't drive for a company. You Ryan Ryan don't. You don't need a driver's license or insurance. You have the right to travel. Now me, I do I do drive commercially so i do need a driver's license and then you start digging into where there's taxes where there's these federal reserve banks dude it's it's all crazy and they make it so complicated 
to to dig into and and find what the truth is. And when you do find the truth, everybody that you're going to say the truth to is so fucking brainwashed, i.e. your standard cop, to think that you're fucking full of shit. Yeah. But yet the law states, hey, no, this this is the actual law. That, and, and if he's saying uh, the United States Postal Service, it, <laughs> the postmaster has more uh, authority than uh, a sheriff. Wow. 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 Because out here in, on the East Coast, sheriffs are used completely different. They're they're looked at as, oh, we're going to transport uh, uh, a prisoner to the courthouse. But out out where you are, and when I was in New Mexico, sheriffs, they're the shit. Out west, yeah, it, yeah. it's the shit. Out here, it's more, oh, oh, I'm a state police officer. No, sheriffs, sheriffs. Or the shit yeah. when it comes to law enforcement. But I, I didn't know that about the Postmaster General. They're the only ones that are supposed to uphold the Constitution 1,000%. Like, that's what the sheriffs are supposed to do. Um, the other ones, uh, the other police forces and shit are bullshit, in my opinion, and they can kind of uh, override it, I guess, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't recognize their authority personally. But this was sent to me by Tyson, man. This is a really interesting one. The Crazy Canuck, this dude is... uh interesting guy man i really like the stuff that he looks into and the stuff that he shares he's oh, a yeah. canadian i believe he's in manitoba if i'm not mistaken uh, but yes. he was doing some some good stuff with like electroculture and uh just a fun dude I, I enjoy you know when the guy shares information so i wanted to share this because i love this kind of like hidden meaning shit uh this is their capital building i guess in manitoba did you know that the manitoba legislative building was legislative designed as a replica of the ancient temple of solomon here are a few of the design features that reveal this to us. There are sphinxes that flank either side of the triangle over the main entrance. On the chest of each are hieroglyphics beckoning the sun god Ra to give life to something in the building, while in the center is the symbol of Pharaoh Thutnos III. The pharaoh lived 3,500 years ago and is widely believed to be the founder of Freemasonry. In virtually every room in the building, you can find the numbers 5, 8, and 13. The repetition of 5, 8, and 13 is a reference to the famous sequence in math, the Fibonacci series, where the two previous numbers add up to the third. In the ancient world, the series of numbers geometrically was considered a proportion in the mind of God. So by replicating that proportion on Earth, you're basically drawing on God's heavenly power into the design of things. There are 13 stairs in the three flights of the main interior staircase, 13 stones in the archway, 13 lights in every hallway, and the bison flanking the steps are each precisely 13 feet in length. The black star in the main floor of the building and the focal point of the rotunda beneath the dome has eight points and is 13 feet across. The pool of the black star, as it is known, is built in such a way that if you stand dead center of the star in the middle of the room and whisper, anyone else in the room can hear you as clearly as if you were speaking right beside them. The number 666 also appears throughout the building. The length and the width of the building itself are both 666 feet. The room that houses the grand staircase in the middle of the building is exactly 66 and a half feet in length. So 666 and 66 and a half feet in width. There's a depiction of the Ark of the Covenant supposedly where Moses plus. placed the Ten Commandments on the roof above the east entrance. It has been sealed and requests to open the Ark have always been denied. Who knows what's in there? And the famous golden boy on top of the legislative building? He's actually Hermes. Hermes was a guide of souls and he knew the secrets about the mysteries of the world, alchemy, numbers, astrology, and geometry. 
According to Winnipegger Dr. Frank Abo, who's written a book about the Manitoba Legislature entitled The Hermetic Code, Unlocking One of Manitoba's Greatest Secrets, the Manitoba Legislature was built according to the layout of the ancient Temple of Solomon. But is it haunted? Well, let's just say, is it any wonder that the Manitoba Legislative Building, the building designed as a temple, has different ghosts have been spotted wandering the halls? What ghost stories? Did you know oh, that the yeah. map... So, so it's funny. I mean, that's... Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, he sent me the same thing under his different handle. Um, if you want to follow it, that tad bit tattooed on Instagram. But he, he even said underneath it, the Hermetic Code uh, book by Frank Albo is way more detailed on this. I have it. Yeah. I have it. It's a interesting read. There's also a part on all the seances they did back then and even... Even Sir Arthur Conan Doyle came here for that. So interesting stuff. And the funny thing, they kept on referencing 13 and the keystones and the 13 and the, and the archway. They might not have said keystones, but when they say the archway, you always have a keystone at the top. Do you know what the 13th state in America is? Is it Pennsylvania? It is. And we are called the Keystone State. Right. Home of brotherly love. Philadelphia was supposed to be and was petitioned to be the capital. Of incest. Yeah. What a well, Freemason I, I know. That's wild, dude. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I didn't put the connection there because, yeah, Keystone, there's a lot of uh, energy, it seems like, in, uh, in that number 13, which is weird. I was thinking right now of the brotherly shove that the um, – Philadelphia Eagles do when they're on the one yard line. It's pretty, uh, it's a pretty clever name. I like that one. The brotherly shove. It's basically where they just push Jalen hurts into the fucking end zone. Um, <laughs> go, yeah, man. Go. Huh? I was just like, go, go, go. Yeah. They just shove them in there. It's pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, dude, I think, you know, we got through all of my stuff. I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to, uh, hit on. Um, uh, I Actually, I can play one more too. So once you're Let done, try this. I got yeah. one more that's pretty interesting about food. Oh, I like food. Well, not this kind of food. Are you sure? I mean, if you do, you might want to change it. I don't eat much fast just food. Just want to touch on a couple quick sports conspiracies. Love them. By uh, the way, dude, um, I didn't show this the- hat. I got a bunch of hats. I fucking love this is a, a a nice uh trying to get it up there. This is a Diamondbacks collaborative with tops. So you see right there, 1978. I think it's upside down. But check this out on the side. Ooh, an old baseball card. And it even says comes with one pack of bubblegum. It's one of the covers. It's like the 1978 um, you know, Mitchell and Ness. But dude, it's so sick, man. Look at that. It's like a pack of cards from top. Hell yeah. God, that, yeah. that gum, you put it in your mouth. It was so dry, so hard. Oh, it yeah. got soft and it lost its. My mama don't like you God. and she likes. Fuck up. I really do like that blonde though. She's not bad. Yeah. I usually don't like blondes. She's a cute, cute girl. Actually, let me do this. I'm going to stop. I'm going to. Transition to IG. 
Just so because. yeah, man, got some fun stuff uh, covered in here so far. We do. We do. Uh, let's get into uh, a little bit of humor. Uh, I apologize. My TikToks, not really TikTok. It's Windows acting up like a, a mofo. Yeah, TikTok's very into- efficient, it seems like. Talk is. It's Windows. It um, sucks cock. Let me see what Victoria said, because I didn't. I sh- oh, she sent a lot. Most oh, you didn't get through it? Yeah, I, I uh, covered some of those that she sent. She might have sent you some different stuff, though. We we do a, a thing on here. Um, Last week, we did uh, Arkansas Man, right? Yep. Let's see what this is. Chaotic some five freeway in Oregon after a man threw some $200,000 cash out of a speeding car. People are still combing the sides of the freeway in Eugene, hoping to find some money. Police say 38-year-old Colin Davis McCarthy drained his family's shared bank account and let it fly along the freeway. They say people immediately bailed out of their vehicles and picked it all up. Troopers opting not to arrest or file charges against McCarthy after speaking with him. His family now asking anyone who found any of that cash to return it. Fucking good luck. It sounds like the family's a bunch of fucking pricks. And maybe this dude wanted to just... Wild all the money. was a Buffalo... Buffalo. Because it's weird. Why wouldn't he keep it? If he was just like this crazy, mean asshole, why wouldn't he keep the money? He wanted to shit on his family and actually spread the wealth around. Good on him. People are, I don't know. People are, yeah, I I get it. Uh, I don't know. It's funny. I like it. (laughs) Let's see what this one is. Uh, Mr. Rain was rolling blunt and uh, might have been smoking. Earlier that day, while Lane waited in the virtual courtroom, he decided to have a smoke. <laughs> while filming himself? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Another defendant waiting for the judge to the double take when he noticed what Lane was up to. While recreational marijuana use is legal in Michigan, Lane is out on bond and strictly prohibited from taking any drugs or controlled substances. <laughs> Lane looked cautiously out the vehicle's window, but paid no attention to the phone in front of him. It was <laughs> fucking was dumb stoner. Actually, to the court. He continued smoking during the session and flaunted the blunt up close while Judge Simpson was handling other cases. The court staff took notice and informed the prosecutor. Your Honor, given that information, I guess we need to adjourn the PCC so Mr. Lane and I can speak further before we wait. I think that might be wise. Mr. Lane, do you understand what's happening now? No. As part of his bond conditions, Lane is also supposed to be taking regular drug tests. When's the last time he tested? Uh, Two weeks ago. You were supposed to be testing two times for a week. I tested tested back-to-back. Okay, but have you tested this week? No, sir. I'm also going to order that you report to community corrections today for a test. Uh, <laughs> Your Honor, I have no ride today. 
Well, you better find somebody to get you a ride down. I'm ordering a test. I'm a, you, you're the one that brought this on yourself by what you did. So I'm ordering a test today. Okay, oh, sure. test today. I'm going to be issuing a warrant to have you picked up. <laughs> While you're stoned, too. Fingers on the call and lets out a laugh. You keep laughing, Mr. Lang. I don't think you want to do that. Better take yourself off before you think things are too funny. Thank you. I wasn't laughing at you, sir. I wasn't laughing at you, sir. Thank you. Corpel's case, people versus Chandler Lynch. Dude, he looks high. Oh, he's blasted. His eyes are red. Redder than the devil's dick. Dude. I had this conversation actually with Kim, dude. We were talking about this because um, I would be considered an alcoholic by probably anybody, right? I'm very functioning. I get my shit done, but I drink like a lot. So Same. she would also be considered a pothead, right? Uh, smokes right. every day, all that kind of thing. Now, what's funny is that I saw something similar to this where the the stoner admitted on his virtual courtroom that he had just smoked like five minutes before they started talking. Cause the, the judge was like, you're acting strange. What's going on. And the dude's like, well, your honor, I smoked. And to me, that's why I said this, man, I still, I smoke weed. Like I, I absolutely smoke. I got my little vape right here. Um, right. I think that stoners are the stupidest drug users out there. That's just like, I, I stand behind that. Um, you know, our, our buddy Ron weed was pushing back on me. He texted me. He's like, dude, I gotta, I gotta push. I gotta disagree with you that stoners are like the worst. And I'm like, no, man, like I smoke, but dude, the culture around weed is bad. It's so stupid. And these are well, so, yeah, it Go got ahead. the CIA, uh, stick, not stigmata, but, uh, stigmatism of being dumb hothead right. let's go follow the fucking grateful dead type yeah. mentality around you the know country. what i mean yeah and it's like most like because when i used to smoke weed i wasn't that oh hippy dippy yada 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 no i i would smoke it and i'd go do shit i'd i'd, right. I'd go out in my yard i'd garden do tinker whatever and it was like and this is great because it just makes me think or or watch so, like a documentary and be like, oh, okay, you know, but I'm not like, hey, man, I need a hug. Do you want a hug, man? Like, or just like stupid. Like you're not going to go yeah, up to a cop like, and say, oh. sir, I just smoked and now I'm driving. Like that's what these yeah. guys are doing. Like you could well, pull like, it I, off. I, I saw a video of two girls got pulled over or no, they called the cops. They called the sheriff. Because someone stole their drugs that they were uh, selling and they wanted them back. Yeah. That's the shit I'm like, talking about. There's, I think that they talk about this in Half Baked, that there's many different kinds of stoners, just like there's many kinds of different drunks, right? There's people that like, you know, drink and then they beat their, their wife or they are right. abusive. There's drunks that are just goofy when they're drunk. There's drunks that are productive, right? There's all kinds of different people like that. Same with stoners, but the the stoner i was beating your wife when you're drunk like beating her up from behind no it's not funny no beating (laughs) her up from behind that is that still considered abuse it could be it could be no 
You're not getting what I'm saying. No, I absolutely get what you're saying. But yes, it could be abuse if like. But if she's willing. Yeah, I mean, some people like to be beat up like that. <laughs> you know, from a hot. <laughs> but you know just to me it's so funny man that like uh you know stoners swear that they're not drug addicts you know what i mean and it's like that's that to me is the biggest problem uh you it's are mental. a drug addict if you wake up and the first thing that you do is smoke a fucking bowl it's fine yeah. be a drug addict just be a productive drug addict there's so many people that take prescription drugs and they're addicted to those they literally have to take those um right but yeah man you, you can't say i don't wake up and the first thing i do is take a shot um, I usually don't drink unless it's a Saturday. I'm usually not drinking until a late afternoon, early evening, usually. Uh, yeah, same. But yeah, on Saturdays, we, uh, we go hard over here. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things, man. It's funny. And then when you see these guys, like an alcoholic would lie to make themselves look better in that situation, be like, Oh no, I haven't drank since, you know, you told me I wasn't able to drink, you know, and they could look shit face. They could be mumbling their words, but a stoner will just be like, yep, I just smoked. I know I'm not supposed to. And that's going to add a year to my probation, but I just smoked. It's like, dude, like get your shit together. But, you know, like I said, there's many different types of stoners. There is. I can. I, I just want to play this one clip. Uh, we're not going to get into the sports thing because we were kind of going over time or whatever. But listen to this shit. Listen to what California's done. week man um california wilding out this week man um uh they they just passed this new law now you know you have the amber alert amber alert is to find missing children yes um but now they are uh passing this law called the ebony alert okay is that real it's real it's real ebony alert is to find black women and black children and what bothers me is also um they're changing the alert so you know the amber alert Sounds like this. So that that gets you know that comes on your phone. Scares me every time. So so the ebony alert is going to be this. <laughs> you crawl out of my face, yeah. You ain't coming out of here. You that's funny man that can't be real no it's not i think he stole it from a a saturday night uh live skit (laughs) but i I saw it i'm like really they're go they're going that woke and then when he hit he hit the the fucking music i was like oh shit he's fucking (laughs) dying laughing it's funny, man. I was just like, this is great. This is fucking great. Phenomenal. All right, last thing I got. This is about your food. Uh, pretty interesting. Oh, I'm gonna have Lucky to zoom in. They oh. fired me today for spreading the truth. Whoops. All right, here we go. Unexpected invader. Scientists discover microplastics in They fired me today for spreading the truth. Should I post everything? Stuff like this. Just put it here. Plastic and all. Don't even matter. Welcome to Cap in the News, where I dive into the biggest news stories on TikTok to tell you if they're real or not. So, it's true. Meat companies have a big secret they've hidden from you all of your life until now. If you eat meat, you might be eating plastic. In this recent video, a worker at a pig feed factory revealed his company doesn't always separate plastic wrappers from the food that becomes animal feed. And for those of y'all who say, they pick the trash out, the boxes don't be in there, oh yeah? 
<laughs> if you didn't already know, feeding by pigs, cows, chickens, and more often use bakery and dairy products that are spoiled and unfit for human consumption. According to the regulatory agency covering the sector, the plastic wrappers on these goods should have been taken off. Uh, I'm not going to be able to read this whole thing in the time that they give you the, like two seconds. Um, yeah. So basically it, what that is, it's not surprising because pigs, chickens, cows, the, you put food in front of them, they're going to eat. Right. Well, yeah, they're animals, man. You know, these things are, they're, they're not going to open up plastic. They smell through. They smell the food through the plastic and then they eat it because, you know, they don't know what the, they don't know the concept of plastic, right? They're fucking animals. Right. This is my problem, man, is like, I love animals. I'm a huge animal. Like, I love animals and not just dogs, right? I'm not a big cat person, but I love dogs. I love cows, right? Like, if you were just to go up and like fucking stab a cow in the stomach to where it would hurt and I was there, I'd, beat your ass like i'm not into just cruelty like that uh i even got really mad at my dad one time and i i you know i respect the fuck out of my dad like i love my dad uh me and my sister both got mad at him she started crying you know because she was a little younger but um he shot a rabbit which fine yeah it's a fucking rodent essentially right shot a rabbit um but it was clearly not dead right it was like twitching a lot and mm-hmm. um, it looked like it was trying to get up and run away. And my dad was just like, all right, let's go. And I was like, shoot it again. Like, your bullet's not worth that much. Shoot it again. Put it out of its misery. And, uh, like, I, I kind of feel bad about how I was talking. I was like, fucking shoot the fucking rabbit again. You know what I mean? Because it, right. it makes me mad, you know? And and I think he he realized, like, why it made me mad. He's actually kind of stuck up for me on social media when um, people say, like, you know, things like that this dude doesn't care about animals and shit. People have said some wild shit that's just not true about me. And my dad will chime in and be like, no, I know for a fact that Brian absolutely loves animals, dude. You know, I think that we should eat meat. I think that the the human body's designed to eat meat. But fuck these companies, dude. Like, we're going to get to cunt of the weekend a little bit. Fuck these companies that abuse these animals, man. And like, you know, DiGiorno was doing things like picking up cows by their tails with a crane and moving them from pen to pen. Fuck that. Like, if I saw that shit going down, dude, I'm not fucking cool with that at all. So, yeah, I eat meat. I think that people should eat meat. I think that people should eat as much meat as they can afford. Realistically, I think it's it's healthy for you. And and to be honest, if if Ryan or I saw that in real life, what DiGiorno was doing, it'd be like a comet ping pong episode. Like we'd go in there gun blazing. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I, I would. I, I wouldn't shoot anyone, but I'd beat the fuck out of a dude operating a yeah. crane doing that kind of thing. Um, it's horrible, man. And, and I think that you know when we're when we're eating that kind of meat, meat that's treated that way, um, these are conscious beings that you're eating. The idea of taking care of an animal and making it feel good for its whole life and then blindside killing it, I think, is so. It's infinitely better than abusing the fuck out of these things just because it's cheap. I would rather pay triple or quadruple the price in meat and know for a fact that these animals are treated well when they're alive and have like a real life. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a big thing in mind. And fucking PETA doesn't really support that shit. You know what I mean? Fuck no. So PETA's a fake organization where, where you know, they pretend that they care about animals. Oh, and shit. I thought you were talking about uh, PETA from Family Guy. PETA Griffin? PETA. PETA. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. So it's a big problem that I have. And uh, it's sad, dude, that they're feeding these things just shit, like literal, just like toxic things. And then we're eating that stuff. 
It's getting in our bloodstreams, our arteries, our hearts, and it's fucking us all up. So, yeah, dude, fuck all that shit. And the, the weird thing is, if I have scraps, and if there's, like, mold, or it's kind of getting rotten, like, say, a tomato, I'm like, I'm not throwing it in there to my chickens to eat, because I know there's rotten spots. Well, you're getting it back into you, and you know you can control right. what they're eating. A lot of people can't control that. You know, they can't control what these fucking shitty production companies, like, uh, not production companies, but processing companies like Tyson, um, Market Side from Walmart, forget mm-hmm. some of the other big ones, Foster Farms. Like, those are all shit meat. Like, they literally, you might as well eat your own shit if you're going to eat that kind of meat. Like, it's just horrible for you. So, yeah, man, it's easy to say, like, you know, w- when you can afford, like, not that I'm rich, but you know, when you can but actually get week, like man. good food. Um, you know, it's it's different. But yeah, man, I try to go. I want to actually buy like one of those quarter cow things. Adam mentioned that, you know, and Adam's not a oh, rich good. dude either. But you can, you know, plan for it. You can put money aside, save up, and buy a shit ton of quality meat. You know what I mean? And support that. I, I, I stopped buying meat from Walmart. I stopped taking it like I was too. Um, you know, seriously. It's just, yeah, dude, I'd rather like now I would absolutely rather just buy like I go to this local butcher here and they get their beef from mm-hmm. uh, the Midwest right now. They try to deal with local farmers as much as they can, but they aren't able to right now. And I get these things called bavettes. So good. I, I recommend anyone try these out if they got them at your local butcher shop bavettes. Um, you just beat it a couple times with a tenderizer and it's delicious. But I go in there. And spend, you know, 50, 60 bucks on two pounds, whether it's choice or, or prime. And, uh, you know, cut it into, you know, four to six steaks and, you know, eat really, really good quality meat that yep. doesn't have this plastic shit in it as far as I know. So I, I recommend people do that if you're going to eat meat. Don't fucking support these factory farms. Fuck no. That's That's why I like my local grocery store that I go to, because if you get their brand it's sourced locally here in pennsylvania and the steak the pork the chicken it's not fucking i don't know polluted with all this bullshit but if you i don't know when i look down i see smithfield or purdue or or some of these other big things i'm like man i ain't fucking buying you i want to support local and we do have local butchers here we do uh, freak with them not as much as we'd like to, but I think we will. I just want to play one last clip yeah. of my boy because I voted for this motherfucker and I love him no, you so didn't. much. You did not vote for him. I did. You did, Fetterman? Is it awkward to be in the Capitol and then run into people that you have put up a devastating meme about because you've got excellent meme game, but then you have to see these people in the cafeteria. No, it's, you all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington, D.C. Yes. Like sometimes, sometimes you literally just can't believe, like, you know, these people are making the decisions that are, you know, determining the the government here. It's, it's, it's actually scary too. And, you know, before the the government almost shut down, I mean, it came down to a couple hours. I was in my office and they finally came over from the house and they're like, okay, well, 
this has to be unanimous in the Senate. And out of 99 of us, if one single one of us would have said no, the whole government would have shut down. And that's how dangerous that is to put that kind of power in one's hands because you have some very less gifted kinds of people there that are willing to, to, to shut down the government just to score points on Fox. Is it awkward? To so he's saying Capitol? something very valid, but he's, I mean, he's missing the irony in that. I mean, he's one of the most incompetent human beings alive. Just a little bit. That That's why I played it, because I was like, motherfucker, you're sitting there. You're not sending the best and brightest. No shit. Apparently, uh, Pennsylvania sent you. And you're acting like you're fucking smarter than than everybody else there. Oh, no, you're, you're trying to say Republicans in Fox News. Right. I don't support either. But <laughs> it's like you can't even fucking form a sentence. Yeah, and then Stephen Colbert, what a cuck, huh? I mean, that guy used to be funny, and he's just, I mean, he's lost all intention. He's an activist now, so it's kind of shitty, but he used to be funny. I will say his uh, Ben and Jerry's flavored ice cream is phenomenal. The Americone dream, it's really good. It's actually, and I, you know, I'm not a big Ben and Jerry's political fan, but I separate the art from the artist. Ben and Jerry's ice cream is phenomenal, so I will eat it all day. I don't care that they're communist fags, um, but it's it's delicious. So let's get into cunt of the week. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. Big old cunt. I kind of gave old... mine away a little bit, man. It's the it's the big uh, meat production facilities out there. Tyson, DiGiorno, um, all these big cheese companies. Every single one of them. Uh, it's shitty. It's really, really shitty what they do, man. So I'm an animal lover. I grew up being an animal lover. My uh, My... First best friend was a pit bull named Bonsai, and he lived with us, and he was just my ride or die. This dude, I knew as a kid, if anyone ever fucked with me, this dog would just wreck them. And he was a big, scary-looking dog, but had my back, dude. I even, I, I might have told this story. I shoved a Tinker Toy. Remember the Tinker Toys? Yep. There's, like, sticks. I was a little, you know, reckless kid, and I shoved a Tinker Toy up his butt, <laughs> You know, not what? like it didn't it didn't get stuck, but I was just fucking around like I was stabbing like I was a knife. I was like going around and like fighting and I saw him and I just put it in his butt like I like not like sexually at all. I just went ah and stabbed him. And dude, he had every right to just mow me down and just like yelped. You know what I mean? I feel horrible about it. But, um, you know, being a dumb four year old kid, you know, you you do stupid shit like that. And my dad beat the shit out of me for it. not beat the shit out of me, but like, you know, smacked me a couple of times for it. Um, and dude, the dog still had my back, man. Like dogs, animals, they deserve to be respected, dude. They so, do. yeah, embarrassing story there. Um, you know, not my smartest moment, but I was a dumb kid, retarded little kid. Every kid's dumb. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love my my dogs like a motherfucker my ton of the week yeah john fucking fetterman again again, dude? again. We not, fu- not israel not palestine you're going with the same guy huh you really hate yeah, this guy really don't give a fuck about the israel palestine hamas shit so john i live in your state if i see you if i see you Uh-oh. i want to put you in your fucking smug mouth want to but you won't 
So that's a thing. I won't. Right. And that's a it's comedy. This is a comedy show, right? But yeah. yeah, man. What a what a goon. So fun show though, man. We talked about all kinds of stuff. I mean, not all kinds of stuff. We hit on about five different topics essentially, but this uh Israel Palestine stuff I think might have some serious consequences in the upcoming election yeah. cycle. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hey, when a president's at war, he gets reelected. Every they, time. They're afraid they can't rig it again, so got to start another war. Right. Huh. I want Trump Penny. to come out and identify as a female and run as the first transgender uh, president. Not not got- that I love Trump, but I just think people would lose their fucking minds on both sides. You know what I mean? Like the right, they'll still vote for him because they're in a cult. But the left, who's also in a cult, they'll be like, oh, this does not compute with my brain. I'm supposed to support all trans. But I hate <laughs> this dude, lady, you know, so it'd be just phenomenal to see that. But we probably won't. Get I it. think once the left really takes a good look at his hips, they'll be like, yeah, I'm on board. He's transgender. He's got he's got the best birth and baby hips. I know you like that when James uh, James Grundman said that of. Uh, yes. What's his band's name? Do you remember? Uh, Necro. No. Huh? That was probably like two years, two oh, almost three years ago. You had him on. Yeah, man, I want to shout out his band though. Let's try and do this real quick. Necro something. Oh, Necro. Uh, Necro. No, what the hell? Sorry, just type in his name. I know. I'm trying to here. I can't uh, work my fucking computer. Do you honestly think if you had hips like that, would would you take a thumb in the ass just to see what it was like <laughs> to be a female? No. Then not all females take a, a, a pee-pee in the butthole. It's the only equivalent a guy has. So, like, if I have birth and baby hips, do, you, do I take a thumb to see if I might want to be a female and transgender? So, I mean, realistically, man, and the band name is Nephrectomy, by the way. Um, really cool merch that they do. Not for the Christians out there, though. There's some pretty brutal imagery in there, but it's fun. Um, I mean, dude, I've had girls mess with my ass. Not put stuff in there, but, you know, lick it. It's nice. Ah, Hey, it's not bad. If the girl's willing to do it and they're weird like that, which I've dealt with some of that before, it's it's not bad. You know what I mean? So... I don't want anything going in there, you know, but <laughs> flirting with the outside is fine. There's nothing gay that a girl can do to a man, by the way. That nothing. is true. That, that so. is true. I mean, you want to flirt with danger. You you, you want to give the devil's kiss. Hey, so be it. I mean, what, what did I name the email today? Kind of fits right in. Right. Right. Yeah. It used so. to be, um, I'm trying to lose weight. I used to be a, a much more fit dude and we'd, uh, you know, used to have some fun. So not anymore, not anymore at all, but it's okay. As long as you can reach your pee pee around your belly, you're, you're, you're always going to be fit. I can see the whole thing. I mean, I'm not fat. I pretend that I'm super fat. I'm not fat, but yeah. Kind of like how uh, I pretend I'm dumb. What? I said kind of like how I pretend I'm dumb. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My thing you is fat. You're fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chunky. I could lose weight. But wow. hey, Dad fun show, bot. man. Absolutely. So to all the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in to another uncensored, unfiltered 
episode of the Conspiracy Underground News Team, also known as Hunt. And we might see you. Now, we will see you. We will. We will. We will. We will see you next Tuesday and maybe might start seeing you next Thursday.